Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your host, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 63 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running anthem podcast on the internet or in the universe. You could say it's the longest-running anthem podcast in the anthem universe. Maybe you could say that. I'll oh, say yeah. I'm your host, Steve, along with my co-hosts, Mike, JD, and Devin. Guys, any sweet Black Friday deals you are able to pick up on this last holiday? You Black- just, like, jump right into stuff, don't you? Black like, Friday no is the holiday, right? Salutations. There's no, like, hey, how you doing? Just No. You just, like, we ain't got time for that. This is the longest running Anthem podcast for a reason. Mike, <laughs> deals, go. Did you get any? This is what the people want to so, know. This hopefully this is what they want to know. So over the past little bit, Steve and I have been building. When I say building, I mean not really, but we've been working on a PC for me to get. I have been using a pretty outdated. How computer. outdated, Mike? How outdated was your computer? <laughs> I am not at liberty to say. Ten years. But we were able. Ten, ten years. years. <laughs> but we were. I was. Uh, anyway, so we were able to score a pretty nice PC and looks good. Seems to be working well. We're going to add, say, uh, a liquid cooler to it, and then it's going to be up and running, good to go. Play some Anthem on it. It's going to be fun. Oh, it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun, actually. Sooner so. than you imagine. JD, you get any sweet yeah. deals? Not really. Can't say I did. I'm sorry. Devin, you got sweet deals. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I got... Uh, we'll nice see. How do, you, how do you see? What do you mean, we'll see? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> No, well, it had like so it was great. I got my new monitor, 34 inch, uh, you know, 1440p ultra wide Alienware 120 hertz monitor. Worked good for a game or two, and now it like flickers and has issues. And what so, seriously? Yeah, that is disappointing. It's frustrating, and like <laughs> I was playing a game this afternoon, and it would kept everything kept going white, and white, and white. <laughs> oh man. What the crap is going on? Seasons. It's snow. Did you plug in the right whatever, cables? Whatever game you were playing is playing yeah. now. You know, Devin. I have all the right cables, and I've already gone through the online troubleshooting, and because I guess it's typical for this screen to have some of those kind of issues. It's typical for this screen to arrive broken. I guess so. You know, it's fifteen hundred dollars screen, but I got it for half off on Black Friday. But, I, uh, I, with good reason, it sounds like. I hope you get that fixed because there's nothing more frustrating than having electronics that do not work. I'm sure Bioware is also feeling that same frustration today. We'll talk a little bit about the stream <laughs> that they had later on once we get all, our, well, all of our thoughts together. Stream? Um, it, it was a stream. It was a stream of something. No, it, well, we'll talk about it, okay? So first thing I want to address, there was a stream. It didn't go great. Um, they had some internet issues, and they had some other issues that kept them from being able to continue with the stream. One of the streaming things that software it, sucked. Streaming software was not good, okay? So, so you know what? OBS has a chance to go in there and be like, Bioware, we will sponsor you. Give, here's all this stuff. 
make us a sponsor and then we'll show you how to do this. We'll come in, we'll set it all up for you. We'll Anyone can go in and do that. Expert streamers to you. We'll set out we'll send out Carl, this fourteen year old streamer that's been doing this for a long time. No, I, I kid, I I jest. <laughs> but there's one of the things I want to address. There's a lot of people online that are upset about it. Um they will they it's not what they expected. And there's a lot of Anthem community people that are, you know, telling them, you know, calm down. This isn't, you know, how this was we know that there are issues. They're going to fix the issues. Like, I understand that sentiment of trying to tell people to calm down, but I also don't like it when, you know, people's emotions, their feelings, like, I don't think you should tell people to calm down. Like, this is on BioWare now to prove to everybody that, no, we can do this and we will do it. Like, with what happened with the Paris, the Paris stream with everything, you know, being downgraded, the issues that they had with that. You know, you can't just tell people, I know that's what you saw, but that's not what the game is. Bioware has to show us. And they kind of did that when Ben and Mike came on and did the November 1st stream. They showed everyone, nope, this is what the game really looks like. This is how it plays. And that's really good. I'm glad that they did that because it did show everyone else that, yeah, this is what the game is. This is what the game looks like. And they just need to do that again, right? Mike said that they're going to try as soon as they can. They're going to get the stream back up and running. And I think that's the right thing to do. They're not saying, guys, we promise it's better than this. They're saying, no, just wait. We'll show you. You know, sometimes these technical things do happen. And it sucks that it happened, but it's on Bioware now. We are not foreign to technical difficulties (laughs) here on the Freelancer Codex. No, it happens all the time. And and I lost power two weeks ago. I mean, yeah, it happens. Sometimes, I mean, to be fair and honest, what they did show, what we did see of like Fort Tarsus stuff looked great. Yeah. Uh, you know, graphics looked amazing and stuff. But, I mean, it's a technical alpha build, which, I mean, we could talk about that later. But, I mean, it didn't go well for him. But. And, and it is <laughs> it unfortunate. But... but, you know, as as the community, it's like, yeah, just, you know, we know the game is good. Just wait. Wait for what they're going to show us next. It, I don't think it does anyone any good to tell someone that's upset about this stream to say, no, just calm down. It's better than this. Like, no, it's it's on Bioware now to show us what they can do. And I think they can. I think they'll, you know, they'll have some time to figure it out. Do some test streams, you know, make a fake account, go online, have a bunch of people from different parts of the world, log in, make sure that your audio is good. Make sure that we don't have that, you know, the sound being Double overlapped audio. again, you know. You know, figure yeah. this stuff out, and they can do it. So I have faith in them. But you know what? If if you're upset about it, like you know, I'm upset about it too because I really wanted to see this stuff. I wanted to see Master Difficulty today. You know, a lot of people like myself. You know, we takes a little bit of time out of our day to tune in, and it sucks when it doesn't go well. But I hope it will in the future, and I'm sure, I'm sure it will. So also, people that are talking about um, trying to access the alpha servers to log in for the alpha saying that, you know, you hope that Bioware gets their servers in order before the game releases. Those servers are not the same. They're not, you're not going to be playing Anthem on the same servers where that is housed. That's not how it works. So they understand like this, this kind of thing happens with Blizzard. When you try to buy um, tickets to BlizzCon, when servers get slammed, they don't take it very well. Like, you can't build a server to house, you know, this many people and keep that running every day. It doesn't make financial sense, right? You know, sometimes you get overloaded, sometimes you get hit, and you just kind of have to roll with it and fix it. So I hope everyone continues to try and get on and access the... Am I sounding robot to you guys? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Discord has technical issues all the time. Well, good thing right, I, right when we're right when we're having a technical difficulty discussion. True. Luckily, on my side, it's going to record well, so no one will even know. So you are the only three that know that that it's going robotic. You so should. I know. apologize. No. Yeah, well, now everyone know. knows because they said. <laughs> so first thing we want to touch on a couple things. Unless you guys, JD, you have anything to say about my my hot take? It's not even that hot of a take. No. Okay, um, I will, I will carry on then. <laughs> I, I think it's fine, right? Everybody, it's okay if you're upset. It's okay if you're not upset. Uh, you know, we're just like Steven said, you don't need to tell people how to feel. But, I mean, if you want to, you can. That's cool. I'm not going to I'm not going to tell, you how tell to me how to feel. Let's just all be upset you know. about something. I'm not upset. I, I really hope. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're going to do fine. When Ben gets back, really, that's what it is. When Ben was there, everything goes fine. So, you can't break <laughs> up the Mike and Ben power dynamic that you got going there. So That was, I mean, Mike did have a funny joke about Ben being in prison because smuggling koalas. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But, so real yeah. thing. So a lot of a lot has happened since the last time we recorded. So we're going to rewind to to last week. Um, Emily Taylor showed off a couple screenshots of her red colossus. It's kind of like an orangish reddish colossus. What? It's got some. I don't see any red in there at all. Maybe I'm just colorblind. What color is that then? It's totally orange to me. Is it orange to you guys? Yeah, that's that's orange, Steve. Maybe okay. I just, is it white? Or adjust or adjust your monitor. Maybe your monitor is going out too. <laughs> My monitor might be going out. Anyway, she showed off a Colossus. It's got some plaid weave in it. She uh, made it specific that it's not flannel. So I'm sorry I got my whole flannel plaid thing mixed up. So this is plaid. This is obviously not flannel. I'm not wearing flannel right now. This is some sort of microfiber. So and I am not wearing flannel right now. <laughs> no, you're not. You're wearing flannel. And we got a couple of views at some new UI elements. This is the first time we've seen the gear pieces actually have ammo attached to them. So one person on Twitter was asking about, you know, cooldown, because I think a lot of us thought that all the gear pieces will have cooldowns attached to them. But it looks like a lot of these just have ammo. So I don't know if you're going to be finding specific ammo out in the field for these gear pieces. We haven't really seen any different color of ammo drop on the ground. We've just seen the regular boxes. So it'll be interesting to see how that works because we've got 10 rounds of some lightning ability that this thing has. It could be like the lightning coils that they've talked about on the the Colossus webpage. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think, you know, is there going to, should there be a separate type of ammo you have to pick up for your gear pieces or should picking up one box refill your primary weapons and your gear pieces? Um... So, so just as as a clarification, when you say gear pieces, you're looking at you're looking at these three on bottom right, right bumper, left bumper, right and left bumper. Yep, those are the those are our three okay. gear pieces. Each javelin will be. Well, the right and left bumper is your ultimate. That's your ultimate, right? And it no, up is, the uh, up is the ultimate. Up is the ultimate. Up is the ultimate. Those are your three gear pieces. And on these, because okay, I'm so guess- maybe so maybe that could maybe that's not even an ammo count. That's just a times you can use count. I mean, the flamethrower has a hundred on specific there. cooldown. Yeah. That's a flamethrower that looks like wind. It could be wind. So, so you're <laughs> thinking instead that that is maybe like an like a timer more than anything. Maybe that, like that maybe increases? like a timer. I mean, so maybe that's like ten seconds, and then that's a hundred seconds of flamethrower. A hundred seconds of flamethrower is a lot. To it's me. a colossus. I mean, it it is, but I would I would think that was weird because then does it? How long does it take to recharge something like that? A hundred seconds. A hundred seconds. Okay. I don't know. But, so, so it makes sense that weapons have ammo. That just makes sense. Right. Right. But then you're right. When you look down at gear, you're you're looking. You know, ten of ten, hundred of hundred. It could be. 
maybe it's not even a hundred seconds. Maybe it's a countdown. Maybe it's not a second. You know, it's just some type of countdown at some interval. It might not be a second interval. The uh, the left bumper. I mean, that might be. That might be. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm having a technical difficulty. You are having because because it, it's interesting because <laughs> the storm. I mean, the storm has a lightning strike. How do you pick up ammo for a lightning strike? Like, when does that recharge? Are they just time based? Shocked. I mean, well, yeah, Thor we, had to like go up into space and like bring maybe down. Maybe just pick up some kind of energy drop. Maybe this picks up and fills up your gear pieces. So it's just like well, a, I mean, without it, you'd have to have. If you had separate stuff for all of that, weapons included, that's five different drops you have to pick up. Plus, you health. have to pick up. Yeah, and then they would be different the between all the javelins. Only... Yeah, and so well, we already I, know ammo is lots um, of stuff to pick up. Especially since uh, Steve has been uh, working his way through uh, Mass Effect Andromeda again. Uh, there are some abilities in Bioware games that usually have ammo costs of their own, so like Flat Cannon or. Uh, I, well, Flat Cannon is the only one that comes to mind. But their, the ammo drops for that are usually pretty frequent. So it's more so just like, it's an ability that you unlocked and that you have on your character. Uh, but you can only use it so many times because it's something that consumes um, a certain thing. So like, kind of like how the flamethrower ability in Mass Effect Andromeda, like you can hold it, but you see a little bar go down as you're using it. And then you have to wait for it to uh, recharge before you can use it again. So it might be kind of like what Mike was saying, that there's like a like just a number kind of countdown, kind of like when you drain um, a, a turret in like any other video game that it's like, oh, all the way down, give it a couple seconds, you'll see the numbers go back up to full. You know, the only thing that makes me think that that might not be the case here is that it has uh, another set of numbers below it. Uh, like you would usually see as like a remaining ammo count beyond this current uh, magazine or clip. So... Yeah, and I think that's the big thing for me. Like it, like I, it would make sense if it was just a bar that would fill up and fill down. But with the added numbers there, it kind of makes it like fill maybe, down, fill down. Yeah, you know when you fill down, it's like Can you, you fill, fill down something. Down. Yeah. So also moving on, because um, we're gonna have technical difficulties here. So we've had some more information about Watch the out, comic Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna fill this down. We're gonna do a <laughs> fill these two kids down. Discount. I'm gonna, I'm gonna separate what? these two. Discount Belichick. Fill these two kids down. If you don't know All what right. we're talking about, please check out episode 61 of the Freelance get, Codex. Podcast. Get it out of your systems. Get it out. Okay, we had a little bit more information about the comic book. So I was on um, Amazon. This is where I get all of, if anyone wants to know, I get all of my Anthem information off of Amazon. That is the quickest source for anything new that true. comes up. No, it's very true. I get no. all, what? Where else do I get my information from? We're going to talk about from? stuff later that you got information from. I saw it first on Amazon. Amazon. Amazon sent out a link to the stream. Well, that it come out. Anyway. Yeah, we're not, we're not talking about that stuff yet, Devin. Don't, don't, don't let anything out of the bag. So um, I was looking at the It'll comic book stuff, and I noticed that there was another entry for the compilation of all the three issues that we're going to get are going to be bound together and sold on August 13th of 2019. Um, and this is the description that they gave for the comics. There's a little bit more information than just the single issues. So it says, Yaro, one of the brave warriors known as freelancers who pilot powerful javelin exosuits, rescues a lone boy, Kismet, from an ambush. With no family left alive, Kismet is placed with the family in Fort Tarsus, a human outpost surrounded by untamed wilderness. His adoptive sister, Yanni, Yanni or Laurel, Yanni, 
struggles with kismet and withdrawn personality at first. But over the years, the two become close friends. As they grow, Yanni learns to fly and fight in javelin armor, while kismet trains to join the ranks of the mysterious ciphers. The pair then find themselves split, each pursuing their own craft of war, until an enemy force, large and vicious, appears on the horizon, bringing them together to face their ultimate test. They vowed to defend humanity, humanity, but can they protect each other? So that was a little blurb that they gave for our, for this for the book that's going to be coming out in August. It's a long time with only three issues coming out, I think. I mean, we don't exactly know how far apart those issues are going to be separated when they release on the 27th. It could be that it's one every month, and then they're going to throw it together. We don't know how long the comics are going to be. But if it's only three issues, I don't think this book is going to be very big. Usually they put, like, what, 20 comic issues into a book before they sell it? Um, the ones I know from Halo are only, like, six issues, and then they put them together. So... So, I don't know. I guess I'm used to, like, the old, you know, you get the Spider-Man comics and you get, like, 20 issues in them. But, I mean, then they're they're cranking out comics, you know, throughout the whole year. So, it could be a little bit different. So, does this does this description excite you guys anymore on the comic? Or is this, you're going to buy the comic regardless of what this description was going to be? JD, does this excite you more as a comic book fan? Um, Definitely has some potential. I think I'll probably pick it up and read it when it comes out. Um... Honestly, uh, I'm just really excited for what it's going to add to the lore because, you know, even if the uh, comics aren't exactly good, they almost always add uh, something interesting to the lore in some way, which is the primary reason to check them out usually. Right. All right. And then the next thing that we heard about as we are going again through Amazon, guys, is that their <laughs> Prima Games is going to release an official Anthem Guide at launch. And I kind of wanted to ask you guys first, Mike, will you read the little blurb that we have on this um, from the Amazon website? Go beyond strategy. Immerse yourself in the beautiful, ever-evolving, and dangerous world of Anthem with this collector's edition guide from Prima Games. Compelling interviews. Compelling interviews. And look behind the scenes. Hear from the talented minds behind Anthem. Yay, that's Ben. Exclusive they said forward. talented, Mike. They said talented, Mike. <laughs> Shots fired. Steve. Oh, Steve's sorry. salty tonight. He's never coming I'm back to talk to you. Steve's salty tonight. He's still in koala bears. You can't defend someone like that. Then you can come talk to me. It's all good. Exclusive forward from the Anthem team. Premium hardcover book. The gorgeous exclusive design is a must-have for any fan and features the signatures of the entire development team that's like 350 people comprehensive walkthroughs we lead the way from start to finish experience everything so why buy the game and then you don't have huh. to if you buy this well, you don't have to if do you that. buy that detailed maps our exclusive custom maps reveal key locations and crucial items never lose your way that's what Devin needs he's always lost <laughs> oh pff, me I'm you always where it. I need to be. You know it, and I know it, and everybody else knows it. Digital bonus. Ooh, <laughs> there's a digital bonus when you buy this guide from Prima digital Games. Version. Unlock your digital version of this guide with the free code card included inside. Access your digital guide anytime, anywhere, on any web-enabled device. Right. So would you guys would you guys buy the guide and actually use it? Are you game walkthrough guide users? No. Not yes. Not really. 
I mean, it's, it's like it's like the the comment just made. Like, then why then why buy the game? I mean, I mean, there's one thing about you know reading it and knowing where all the secrets are and being able to find that. Also, you know, to own it just be, to be a completionist that you want to own all the anthem. To be a completionist, yeah, there. you could probably do that. And then, and I'm sure that there's a bunch of people who collect all the games for all the guys who might not even who might not even open them. It's again something to put on a bookshelf to a collection, another piece to show you. Um, now, I probably I don't know if I personally would buy the guide. I've used guides before, and I've had to go find some information on things. You know, you go through and you're trying to find all these collectibles and there's that one that is just so super hidden that you have to go to the guide to find it because because no one else can find it you know so i think so now, i mean so there's that part but i mean i think nowadays you don't open the book right you go to youtube.com and you go where is the what's fourth youtube you go where is the fourth what you call it in the who's a what's it and then it tells you where it is right and that's one of the reasons why prima games i think is going out of business they oh, are. They'll be, they'll be shutting their doors in March. So this will be one of the last guides that they put out. And doing a guide for a live service game, I think, is difficult enough. Because what do you do? You put it out for the first initial content. Like yeah. when? When do you get, even get access to it to make these guides? Because they're still changing stuff in the game <laughs> right now. So being able to even talking about you know moving collectibles around in Fort Tarsus because Mike was like picking them up like crazy, finding all of them, showing us where they all are. There yeah. was only like three of them. He didn't show hardly that much. But in a game like that, you know, it's like, oh, sorry, if these things are not here, it's possible that they moved. It's like the warning at the beginning of any game. It's like this game is rated this, but when you're online, we have no idea. So I mean, <laughs> this is kind of one of the reasons why the game is why Prima Games is going under. Which is kind of sad, and they've been doing a lot of extra content on their website. You know, I I haven't bought it. I've never no. I I wouldn't say never. I have the original um, Orcarina of Time walkthrough guide that I bought when I was younger. But other than that, I mean, I've never been interested in reading about things. I'd rather discover, like you said, Mike. Like, what's the point if you can just point to a page nine and say, "Oh, this is where this is." Especially with things like nerfs and buffs and things that are going to change all the time. So, like. It sucks. I hope that all the people that that work at Prima are able to find jobs somewhere else because that's, I mean, that place, Prima's been around for a really long time and it's kind of like sad to see it go because that's um, that's some history there. I mean, you could get it for the the exclusive forward and the behind the scene things. That would be a reason to pick up the game or not the game to pick up the book because you might not get that anywhere else. So, I don't know, sad to see it go, but... I I know I I never would have bought it so, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know what else to say about it. It's like <laughs> it's not something that I was that I would have picked up anyway. So, oh, but oh well. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate you for all that you've done for everybody over the years, and I'm sure a bunch of our a bunch of our listener has um a bunch of our listener. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I still can't believe I still can't believe people listen to this. Yeah, um, but I I'm sure a bunch of them have lo- have used the guides, and so. I'm Devin. Devin probably has. He can't really do anything on his own. He's he's probably got all the guides, right, Devin? Come on, man! All the time. They, I mean, they're amazing. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we're... last last guy I bought was when uh, Halo Four came out because it had ninety pages of art in the in it. So oh, cool. Yeah, and because so they don't just they, don't, they don't right? have Halo art books, art and that's book why. Too. Well, they do have some Halo art books, but they come out later. Right. Yeah. So, so it's that completionist in you that wants to get all things Halo, and, and you know, and so and so. Are you thinking about picking this up then? No, because it's not Halo. Uh, 
It depends. I mean, I had I have one pre-ordered. So. Oh, <laughs> for the for, for the behind the scenes stuff. But it's like, well, what is what's going to be in this other thing that we're going to talk about? And- so wh- when we talk about behind the scenes stuff, you know, there's. You know when you get the DVDs that say, oh, behind the scenes, and you get that DVD that's like, oh, I'm so excited to see this behind the scenes stuff. And it's like and just look at it. outtakes that are like, <laughs> you know, stuff you saw in commercials or old commercials that they put out. And it's like yeah, complete yeah. waste of time. And then you buy like the Lord of the Rings extended edition behind the scenes <laughs> commentary. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is like 27 hours worth of content. That's the kind of <laughs> behind the scenes things I like. Not the, oh, this was a trailer that we put out once. Anyway. So, also, we got a new look at a creature in the world. So, Emily Taylor, again, took to Twitter. She was, like, knocking out all these things on Twitter. So, we got to see what I believe is a brute in its natural form. JD, if you were to describe this brute, how would you describe it to someone that has never seen a brute before? Have they played a Bioware game before? No. They've never played a video game in their life. No. Oh. uh, Well... um, (laughs) This is a TV. Imagine. Uh, <laughs> you can do it, JD. Oh, wow. There's a You can look at the picture. Imagine, uh, imagine a uh, a big old uh, a big old teddy bear. Now take all the fur <laughs> off, and then make all the limbs as long and creepy as possible. And then uh, I don't know, maybe stick a sticks that looks like a plant on the top of its head and give it a bunch of glowing eyes and you got this fella yeah i think that's pretty close i mean this is <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't a six pack and so, it definitely has some washboard abs that's you, know, you can wash this closer you know shoulder pads by where so, and what is this called this is called the brute so I I don't know exactly what this thing is called. I am calling it a brute for for this reason. So th- it looks like the Dominion, the brute Dominion, the Frost Dominion brute from the November first stream that destroyed Ben and Mike over and over again. Except the Dominion brute looks like it had some weapons attached to it, and it was like a different shoulder coloring, pad type things, huh? With giant weapons. So based on the claws. That you can see very briefly. It was very hard to get a good look in the stream on the brutes just because they were moving around so fast. And it's not like they were going to stop and just stare at it so we could take pictures of it. But the <laughs> claws look very similar and the legs look very similar. So I'm guessing this is a brute before it was taken over by the Dominion. And we know that the Dominion also has some hounds that it looks like it's, I don't know if they're training the creatures of. Experiments. Miris, if they're doing experiments on them, because we've seen the hounds being attacked by Ursics before, and then we see Dominion hounds. So I'm guessing they're probably just weaponizing everything that they can get their hands on. Hopefully they don't get their hands on an Ursics, because a Dominion Ursics might be really bad if you attach weapons to that thing. The Tesselar Grabbits, I don't know if those things are going to be taken over by the Dominion, but it looks like that's the goal. What do we say about Grabbits? Sorry. So this this Mm. brew, I mean, looking at the head, it has six different eyes. Which I think is kind of weird. So it's got six red eyes, and these are different segments. It's not just one bisected. Bisect? What do you call an, an a fly's eye? They're like, I don't even, binocular eyes. So it's got really weird they're looking not, eyes. Um, you know what it looks like? Binocular. It looks like, uh, what's the game? Tom Clancy's Cypher Filter? Cypher Filter? Siphon Filter. 
What's the game called? Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell, yeah, which got all the the glasses and the eyes. We're going to move on because apparently I'm having technical difficulties. I promise I'm not a robot. This is uh, the newest creation of Third Echelon. That's right. It just just ascended to the siphon filter. Um, So do you guys think... I mean, this creature to me, it's walking upright. Do you think there's going to be an intelligence to the creatures on on the planet? Or are they just going to be bug-like, mindless? Well... Well, he does look like he lifts, so I mean, he must be going to the gym somewhere. He's I don't think muscular. we're going to have conversations with him per se, but uh, they definitely have some kind look of like a mouth. right? So, well, I mean, how smart can they be? They're going up against javelin exosuits. I mean, I mean, we had to build, awesome. we had to build them to defend ourselves, so it'll be kind of interesting. Also, we finally got confirmation from Brendan Holmes on the anthem discord that miris is actually the name of the continent and that was confirmed by him for the longest time we had the name miris up on the website and we've asked a bunch of times if it's the name of the world if it's the name of this if it's the name of that and they would never say anything so i don't know exactly why it was like time to say it on the discord now but uh miris is the name of the continent which makes me think that there's probably going to be multiple continents. So I know we've been talking that's about... That's what we're hoping anyway. That's what we're hoping for future DLC. We were talking about the biomes that we have seen. And um, John, I believe it was John, said that we're mostly going to be seeing forest, jungle-ish biomes. So hopefully on different continents, we might be able to go somewhere else in the future. Maybe later on for the big expansions, we'll be traveling off of Miris and going somewhere else. So it'll be interesting to see. That's where that will go. Well, I mean, continents can have multiple biomes, right? I mean, it's true, and that's why I thought it was like I Antarctica guess doesn't have multiple biomes. It's true. It we don't we don't know how big Miris is. I mean, you talk about you know continent South America. That that place is huge. You have every biome throughout the year, just because of how large that continent is. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how. What do you like? Okay, we're going to continue on. So next thing up. So Anthem. This is exciting news, guys, because I don't know how how much anticipation you have for Anthem, but it made it into the Game Awards, the 2018 Game Awards. This is being put on by, who is this, CBS? It was nominated for Most Anticipated Game of 2018. You guys want to hear the who it's up against so you can see if it's actually going to win this or not? So, yes. Yay. How excited are you for this for this category? For so up in this category, first we're going to get The Last of Us Two. So this is rumored to be coming out next year in 2019. Then we have Kingdom Hearts Three, which is going to be releasing pretty soon. That's only like two months. JD, you're picking up Kingdom Hearts Three, right? Is that your most anticipated game? Uh, I mean, I've been waiting like almost 15 years for it. I know. So, so how can uh, you even make yeah, this more most anticipated? Your life, you've been waiting for this game. Yeah. So it must yeah. be your most anticipated game of your life. Not just of 2018. I mean... So then we got... Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I might be more excited for Cyberpunk 2077. So Cyberpunk is coming out in June. So that's on the list here. Death Stranding, which is coming out in 2042. So I don't know how that even makes it on the list, if that game even gets released. <laughs> Did you say 2042? Yeah, I don't think this game is... I don't think... Is there a in there? I don't think Death Stranding is going to ever be released. So people, that'll be people's most anticipated shit. game for the world, for the year. So Tom Clancy's The Division is going to be coming out. Then we've got Elder Scrolls Six, which... Two. Oh, yeah, uh, the division two. Sorry, then Elder Scrolls Six, which isn't going to be out till twenty thirty. So I don't know why that's on the list. It's going to be the most <laughs> anticipated for like ten years. Then Days Gone, which comes out in May. And then we have Anthem, which is coming out 
on the 22nd. And we have Rage 2, which is coming out in 2019. And Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. So there is a link. We'll put a link in the show notes. So if you want to vote for Anthem as your most anticipated game, if it is your most anticipated game, uh, go vote. So these Choice Awards are, they've got a lot of categories that I think are very bogus. I don't think they really asked a lot of people what kind of categories they should have for this first thing that they're doing. Because, I mean, we have Jeff Keighley's Game Awards, and that seems kind of like the premier event for video games and award shows. I'm not a huge fan of award shows anyway, because it just tends to be a popularity contest uh, no matter what you do. So... I know I'm going to guess Death Stranding wins because for some reason people think Kojima is like the second coming of video game. So I don't know how you compete with that. Anyway, any comments on these awesome game awards? Are you guys even excited for it? Are you guys even going to tune in? Um, well, totally I mean, it's on CBS, so we'll totally. see how they do. You know, I've, I have watched the game awards and the VGAs before that on Spike for many years. And, uh, as uh, cringeworthy as they are and can be, <laughs> um, I still watch them, you know. But most of the time, like last year, is pretty much uh, mostly all PlayStation or Nintendo, which Jeff Keighley is a huge fan of both uh, PlayStation and Nintendo. And not gonna say he's biased, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, well, I don't think biased. he's the only one that votes. <laughs> No, but I mean, they had like a group of people on their board or whatever. Right. So there's a pretty big board for the VGAs. They reach out to a bunch of the popular outlets and they all vote. But I mean, also, it's not like Microsoft had a lot to show last year either. So So I I do, I do feel like we need to, we need to just clarify this real quick. Uh, The awards that uh, that, uh, Anthem was nominated for, those are the Gamers Choice Awards on CBS. Uh, the Game Awards are the Jeff Keighley show, and yeah. that's not going to be on CBS. No, that's that is on, not. What is it on? on Twitch. You can watch I, it on I, Twitch. I it's on Twitch now. Like, it used uh, to be on Spike, and then it's just it's all online now, I think. I, I thought they broadcasted it somewhere last year. They, but I don't know. It was on multiple channels, so. Well, this year, we actually have a reason to watch the VGAs because a new, a new trailer for Anthem is going to be premiering at the VGAs. And that is going to be Jonathan happening. Jonathan Warner will be there, too. Jonathan Warner will be there. And they think they said Casey will be there also. So that's going to happen December 6th at 5.30 p.m. Uh, PST, 8.30 EST, EST, and 2.30 at SET, C-E-T. So that'll be airing live from Los Angeles and streaming for free on twitch and i i'm glad they're actually doing on twitch because before i mean i haven't had television for the last 11 years just because i don't want to pay for it so being able to watch it on twitch will be kind of cool and then i'll tune out after i see the anthem stuff hopefully they'll tell us exactly when they're going to air the anthem stuff because i'm not going to sit through that whole show they're not going to watch everything you. well maybe i'll just watch the vlogs later when. it's on december 6th yeah d- <laughs> you have to watch all day to get this anthem information so all right <laughs> So real quick, before they started their stream, man, it seems like this has been the most information we've gotten in one week and since forever, according to Anthem. So it's been a pretty good week. So lots of things to talk about. So today they were going to do a live stream um, with Mike Gamble, and that was announced at 2 o'clock. So right at 2 o'clock, a bunch of outlets, um, Polygon, PC Gamer, I think a couple other people dropped articles that there was going to be a closed alpha for Anthem. And the closed alpha is going to be happening on the 8th of December at 11 a.m. That's mountain time for me. And there's going to be one, another test. So the first test goes from 11 to 2. And then the second test goes from 3 to, three to was it 3 to 6? I don't have end dates on my time. Yes, 
There's both. They're all three hours blocks. So- so there will be two of them on on Saturday from 11 to 2 and then from 3 to 6. And there will be two more tests on Sunday the 9th. And those will be at the same times from 11 to 2 and from 3 to 6. So this is pretty – I wasn't expecting an alpha, to be honest. I didn't think that they were going to do this. But I'm pretty excited that they are because that's next week. Like they've had – we've had no information on being able to play the game until the demo that happens on February so this is your first chance to, to get in. Um, right now, the website to log on is currently down and broken. I'm guessing because of the amount of people that are trying to log in. I was lucky enough, I got in, so I was able to sign up for the PC Alpha. Uh, Devin, were you able to get in and save yeah, your spot? And yeah, I did that as soon as it was on Twitter uh, from Polygon. I mean, and then I was still able to log in uh, right before we started recording to check all the stuff out. It, you know, I chose all the dates and all the times to to play. For well, I, th- I think if you've already gotten in, you can open up that page again because I've been able to get back in, but Micah said he has not been able to access it. So I think if I know, you, I'm, I couldn't I'm, get back on earlier. I'm in it all the yeah. I'm in it watching it right now. It's just like it's up for me and it works. It tells me what my times are. Tells me that my that my request is pending. So, Mike, were you able to? So, you were able to select I, a PlayStation. I did not. I did not get um, PC though. I I I clicked buttons out of order, and I actually am going to be on Xbox. Oh, slap your big old forehead, your little five head. Um, so you'll be yeah, playing so I, on Xbox. I, I will be on. I will be on Xbox for the if again if I make it into because it still says pending. So right, and there is a limited amount of slots that are going to be getting into this. So, and they have said just because it says pending doesn't mean you're going to get in. Right. Exactly. That's why That's why I just said if I get it because it still says pending. Yeah. Well, I mean, people have been like posting it. They're like, oh, I got in. And it's like, nope, it's way, still pending. Been invited yet. <laughs> well. It doesn't tell you that you're in. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, you know, they sent out emails to say, oh, you can go sign up for the alpha. But I still, I have three different email accounts and none of them have received that email from EA to say you can go. Did you sign, sign up three up. different times? Nope. <laughs> so, so you're the ro- you're the reason why no one can get it because you're flooding it with requests. So I was a. Now, I signed up once under one email. All that's right. Well, that's sure. what we'll go with on this show. So it is first come first serve, um, according to the email. So hopefully those of us that got in early will be able to have access to that. Um, as I was reading through the information, all the fine print. And this wasn't very fine print. It's very bold. It's they said you can't talk about this. Like you can't yeah. post anything on NDA. it. There's an NDA, so even like you can talk about it with your friends. It said, and you can direct them to the link, but you're no one's streaming this, no one's recording video. I'm sure people are recording video, but no one's going to be posting it. So um, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to play the game. I hope I can have a chance to play the game. If I can't, and you guys are all playing the game, I'm going to be really upset about it. So good luck to everyone <laughs> out there trying to get in. I encourage you to keep trying. Hopefully, you know they'll keep opening it up. And they'll see that, you know, this is great to show the demand for the game. These are not the I same servers did. that the game is going to be on. So don't freak out about that. We also got minimum <laughs> specs. These are probably not finalized minimum specs for the game. But we did get a show of what the minimum specs are going to be. So it's going to be on Windows 10. You're going to need a processor, an i5 3570 or an AMD 390 BGB. JD, you have a computer that has that should be able to run this after looking at the specs, correct? Uh, it, it's definitely uh, it's definitely possible. Um, whether or not it's actually going to happen is it's going to be hard to tell. 
But. Right. And then you need eight gerbils of memory. That's eight gigabytes. The uh, CPU, you just need a GTX 970, four gigs, or an AMD R9. That's uh, R9 390. Steve lives fast and loose, everybody. And then hard drive, you need 60 gigs of space. That's a lot for an alpha, for an alpha test. That's almost like downloading the whole game. Maybe you're downloading the whole game. <laughs> well, if you're downloading the whole game on a PC, I mean, I would be concerned of like people digging into the code and figuring out everything that's going on there, right? Yeah, no, I mean that's that's always the uh, issues with anything for PC um, because they're gonna break in there and dig through all your files and find all the information and and, and uh, put it out there. Even if you have you know non disclosure agreements or whatever, they don't care. I mean, their whole thing is to find that information and release it. So right, and it's not like that, I mean, I'm surprised they're even letting it to go on PC, honestly, for you know, outside their studio. Right, because so, they like, can't pick people on Xbox and PlayStation. You can disable the ability to capture that stuff. I mean, you can't do it all the way because you can always use a capture card. But yeah. then at least you know your gamer tag and stuff will be visible. You could be able to shut people down like that. But if you're doing this on PC, you can make so many fake accounts and you just release all this information. There's nothing that they can do. How are they going to be able to track you down? It's it's not. Yeah. I don't. Know, it's a very difficult position to put them in. All right. Well, I, and then you know it, it's just easier to get into the files and search everything. People do it all the time with any kind of updates. I mean, that's what people do for a living. Some some of them where they well, there's an update and they just scroll through all the files, look through everything, and find any kind of hints to what's coming in the future. Right. You search for keywords. I mean, people do this with World of Warcraft all the time. That's like there's those websites dedicated to uh, to data mining, all this stuff. And, you mm-hmm. know, that's fun for people to do. So, all right. That's so one thing that I skipped. Devin, will you cover the Art of Anthem Limited Edition? Also, something I found while I was surfing on Amazon. Before the <laughs> official release came out, they had a post up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Art of Anthem Limited Edition, right? So it's pretty sweet looking here. There's They show you the covers, what it comes with. It's a die-cut clamshell case, right? Uh, gallery quality art print. That so sounds fancy. That? Very nice. Fancy high-resolution high print. Uh, exclusive cover and metallic printed and embossed miniature replica of an ancient Fort Tarsus mural. Ah. Okay. So this mural is pretty good. It looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. We could talk about it. Dive in. Uh, let me get this picture here so I can zoom in. So, Devin, if you were to explain this mural to someone that has never seen <laughs> a Bioware. Never seen a mural before. That's never seen a mural before. Uh, so what it looks like is a cat that's wearing armor. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, let me find it here. Where'd it go? It's on the page. Here, look. Come on, Devin. There we go. I like it. Well, you know, it screws it up for everybody when you mess it up. That's fine. All right. So uh, you have Helena, right? Is that her name? That That's what I call her. I don't know. Yeah. It's Helena so, Tarsus. Uh, my, my aunt, Helena. Uh, aunt. <laughs> I do have an aunt whose name is Helena. That's too funny. Uh, so she is, you know, there's two people working on her javelin, putting it on. Uh, they are just wearing, you know, the bare necessities <laughs> of, of outfit. And she is reaching out to grab a very large sword. Um, so from someone, we don't know who it is. Obviously, it's the uh, blacksmith 
who uh, <laughs> takes care. You said we didn't know who it was. I'm just guessing. You know, I'm guessing that's um, not a blacksmith. I'm shooting from the hip. I mean, we've got three different people um, around Helena. So we've got, like you said, the two guys um, on bended knee, working on armor, putting armor on. And the guy with the mm-hmm. really long beard, I'm guessing this is some sort of like advisor to the, to the ruler of Tarsus. It could be her cipher. You know, a long beard, looks like really old person's probably, you know, been around for a really long time. You know, helping Helena figure out how to, you know, run this place. She's handing her the, the giant sword. If you if you actually look really close in the up-res version of this picture, um, the Anthem logo is imprinted on the old guy's belt, which I thought is kind of interesting. So this symbol has, you know, goes way far back, you know, 500 years ago. So that this symbol, I think, has deeper meaning than than just being the symbol that they chose for the game. So there's something more to it. But handing her this giant sword, I mean, we've seen a statue of a, I don't know if it's a statue of a ranger or if it's a statue of a shaper out in the woods that has this giant sword also. I don't know if that's Helena. I don't know, you know, kind of what's going on with all this sword stuff. We haven't seen any swords in game except for the statue. So, you know, this this makes me think, yeah, you know, if we get a melee weapon like this, if we get the sword of Helena Tarsus, that's pretty awesome. But you know, it, this this type of artwork also reminds dope. me very not much lunch, of Steven. not at lunch. lunch. It also reminds me very much of like Egyptian artwork um, being imprinted yeah. on. That's the kind of vibe that I get from it, and that's what I thought when I first saw it. It's like, man, this is like she's like the pharaoh getting suited up for battle to go out and fight. You know, whether she's fighting the Dominion, whether she's you know, this is the last battle that they have before the Shapers leave. I don't know. Lots of in- interesting things. interesting things one of the weird things that i see on this book so if you look at the cover of the book and i think this is so is that the art print that they're showing um it says on On there yeah on the right it says starring faye naveen halleck owen corley with matthias sumner that's kind of weird to put on an art print if that's what an art print is like starring these people I thought that was kind of an interesting little addition to that like like a uh like a movie poster it's a movie poster print type thing yeah, I just thought that was starring these characters. Yeah, well, but, but if it's like, us? but if it's like gallery level, we're in I mean, the javelin. Yeah, but we're we're named. They can't put everyone's name on. They can, and they can say, "And you, the player." All right. Anyway, that'll be pretty interesting. That's eighty dollars. That's also being released on the shoot. When is it? The twenty seventh. Um, it's no, it's being released a month after the game. I think it's, it's like after, March twenty seventh. Yeah. So. Pretty cool. Everyone go to Amazon, find that. Also go to Amazon for all the information that you need on all things Anthem. All, all right. Now, really quick. Do you guys want to touch on the stream real quick? Give us a breakdown on what happened on the stream today, Devin, since you were there live in person watching it all unfold in real time. <laughs> uh, well, so the stream, they were trying to show off. Basically, I think it was to, they were going to announce the technical alpha and all this stuff, you know, the closed alpha. And this, what they were using was the build for the Alpha. And so they were just showing off Fort Tarsus, walking around. They were talking to some ciphers and going through stuff and talking with different people to try and show you uh, some of the interaction that you're going to experience as you play Anthem. And um, they walked through just two small spots of Fort Tarsus. And, uh, I mean, they showed you, okay, these doors here lead to the whole other side of Fort Tarsus, but it's locked off right now, and it's locked off in the uh, Alpha, you know, so nobody's going to be able to get through there. Um, 
they did. They talked about ciphers. Like you have your ciphers are rare, right? So uh, there's lots of cool things they showed. Um, there was books to pick up for the codex, the freelancer codex. Um, <laughs> they, they said Cortex, so we're still going to oh, still yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, changing the name Cortex. Cortex, man. So real quick, Devin, but, before you continue on, Mark Dare just tweeted this out. This is real time. Breaking news, people. Not really breaking, news. breaking news. Breaking so Mark news. Dare says, so the alpha test got posted to Reddit and picked up by the press, and the traffic crashed the registration site. This is intended as a tech test, mainly. I'm glad everyone is enthusiastic, but there aren't a huge number of spots. Yeah. Yeah. No, as they said, it's first come, first serve. And even if you get it through there, like I said, you're not going to, it's not a guarantee that you're going to get picked. He so, says it wasn't yeah. publicly announced for precisely this reason. So, I mean, if, I mean, they were really quick to post, like, I wonder how, how they just, someone was just going on the site. I mean, because, somebody did it or whatever. Well, yeah. anyway, sorry, I derailed you. So hopefully, JD, Mike, I hope you guys are able to get in. I hope you're able to get in. If not, you, you can't come to... it sound like I'm not going to get in? Because you, you like did it seven house. hours late. I'm just saying you can't come over to my house because I can't show it to you. I didn't do it seven hours I mean, late. I haven't, I haven't I even been done. able to register for the darn thing. Is I got it I still not loaded time. for you, JD? Don't you worry. It, it, it has not. I have actually been trying uh, in the background this entire podcast, mm. um, even on my iPad and on my phone. And You haven't been focused 100% on this show? <laughs> So Jack well, Turner from Twitter. How, considering how slowly this thing loads. Oh just, my man. goodness. So Jack Turner from Twitter asks <laughs> Mark, he says, does this mean it won't be going ahead? Or if we got an email, do we just have to wait? Mark Dare says, the test is still happening. I suspect the spots may already be full, dot, dot, dot. Keep trying, I guess, question mark. So yeah. good luck. So, so are you saying that, is, is that to mean that if you're in, you should know by now? I don't think so. I'm I don't sure think that, anybody knows that they're in. Yeah. Okay. But carry on with if the Port Tarsus, Devin. Sorry. All right. So yeah, he's all derailed. He has no idea what he's talking about. He Stephen's just, the derailer. Today. No, I think one of the cool things that we saw in the fort is, you know, the fort really looks like it's lived in. There's a ton of yeah. people in there. The well, and they said it's really empty right now too. There's not, there's not a lot of stuff in there. Right. And one of the things I can't get over is the type of headgear people have in this game. We saw. You mean where everybody's people. eyes are covered? No, so there's not people, everybody's eyes. There's people oh, there's a lot of like, people whose eyes are covered. Like they've seen some stuff. Those no. brutes with them six eyes, they must melt your mind muscles or something. So I'm wondering, like, what lore reason, in-game reason, we're gonna have for the type of headgear? <laughs> I mean, there was a lady that had this thing swoop, swooping forward. This is like, you know, you see all the pictures of the crazy clothes that people design, and you're like, no one would ever wear that. Like these people are wearing that. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and they've got like some of the weirdest stuff on. You're like, what is that? You know, why are you wearing that? Is like, is there bugs? Is there like some sort of form of radiation? I hate not, bugs. You know, are you trying to like see past something that not all of us can see? So it it's it's really weird. I'm like excited to figure out what it is and figure out if you know maybe in the future you as a character can wear some of that crazy stuff around the fort. You won't be able to see it, but I mean, maybe yeah, you no, will I mean, be able to wear it. I liked, you know, as you're walking around, they showed off a couple of the vendors. They said a lot of, several of the vendors were closed, but you could see there's vendors for everything for your javelin, right? Mm-hmm. So they had weapons, they had. There was uh, a sweet looking made, helmet. The helmet oh, was the helmet cool looking. Uh, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff. And I, I really hope they just, when they do the next stream, they just start over. Be like, all right, we're just going to start fresh. You know, we're just pretending this that is where we are. Happen. We're starting. Right? Here you go. <laughs> you know? Here you go. Here um, you go. I'm hoping it's going to be next week. 
right? Because, you know, I think, I don't know. I mean, I think they try to do it as soon as possible. If it's not tomorrow, tomorrow, if it's not tomorrow, then, you know, do a weekend stream where people are off and then they can make it. Do it on Saturday. I don't think you need tons of time to announce it. I mean, I think word is passing quickly enough that if you announce a stream, hey, we're going to stream this on Saturday, um, we'll all show up. And it'll be even better because most people can show up because they might be off work. I'm sorry for those of you that work on Saturday, but I think that would be a great opportunity (laughs) for them to do that. Just get it out there. Get it done. Like erase what happened. Um, I know there's a lot of technical stuff, but people are going to remember that. So get it out as soon as possible so we forget it and we see the cool stuff um, from the first mission. Because there's tons of cool stuff. Like the statues that they have of people inside the fort look amazing. Mm -hmm. Like the textures, like climbing up, you know, the stairs and stuff. I mean, it all just looks really good. I I think (laughs) walking up those stairs, I'm like, you have all these javelins and everything else and your stairs are sinking in. They look like crap. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, they, I mean they're well, they're used and abused. But I'm like, how can you not like have better stairs? I mean, you would think you would have to have like separate sentinel stairs or you know stairs for the javelins to walk up, right? You know, stop breaking these steps. Yeah. So one of the things that I really liked is you can actually see. Like, I hate it when games just turn down the lighting so you can't see anything in the corners. I was like, oh, wow, you can like actually see everything in the, you know, in the daytime, which is good because I hate, you know, turning those sliders down. So, I mean, the place looks great, like looking at the weapons, looking at the armor and they're like, oh, we're not going to talk to that person. It's like, no, talk to them. I want to see the weapons. I want to see what it looks like when I have (laughs) to buy stuff. I want to see what the currency is. I'm sure going to talk to them later, but. Probably yeah, trade in a bunch like, of stuff. AJ, shut down the stream. He's like, look at no. this. Look at this thing over here. We're not going to show you. And look at this. So yeah, we're not going to show you. Yeah. <laughs> look at that area. Things. Guess what? We're not going there. Later on, <laughs> you're you like, see do something. You see this mountain? Right. You're not going to be able to go there. <laughs> you, anything you can see, you can go to, JD. Okay. <laughs> right. Definitely. <laughs> this. So, so we did so have skill points. We had two skill points available. And we kept getting prompted to spend them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought it was interesting. They showed off. Um, it was weird. So they didn't want to do the conversation live with the person. So they had a pre-recorded conversation uh, during the demo. So we were supposed to play as the interceptor, but they recorded it with a ranger in the forge instead of the interceptor. So if people didn't notice that when they were switching over to the video of the conversation to try and show an example, when they talked to uh, like a technician or a repair person that works on your javelins after you go out and, and destroy it. Or get upgrades and destroy it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why you die. I wonder why they wouldn't just do the conversation there. Unless... I don't know. I mean, that's some, something they didn't want to do. I don't know. It was that's why they were like, "Well, we'll see if it works." You know, because yeah. they had to switch to a different screen to play. The we movie. haven't tested this yeah. before. Let's test it now in front of all these people. Uh... <laughs> um, so, but, then uh, but I also... thought it was interesting because when they talked to her after it was done, there was like a. You know, for leveling up with that conversation with that person. Is that what it looked like to you? Where they had that conversation, they were building a rapport with that person? Or was that just their level? You know, when it's going level two and it had the thing up the top. I'd have to look at it again. But yeah, I'd have to watch it again. I didn't see that part. I didn't have much time to watch it. But one of the cool things, when we went up the stairs, there was just two people having a conversation. And you were able to listen in on that conversation. So that kind of thing makes it, you know, they're not just, hopefully they're not just going to be repeating the same 10 lines over and over again as you walk by them. Hopefully that kind <laughs> of thing I, will Unless evolve. every time you go up those stairs, you walk into that conversation. Yeah, which will be unfortunate. But, you know, yeah, well. those are the kinds of things that, make the world seem like it's lived in. So I'm excited to hear more. 
um, to see yeah. the amount of people that are actually in the fort. When you looked up and you saw the Strider docking bays, I was like, wow, this place is huge. That was kind of cool. It looks really yeah. cool. So I'm excited to see yeah. more. Also, um, Sabine, Sabine um, said that ciphers are rare. I thought, you know, if you had a school for ciphers, that they would be a little bit more common. Or mm-hmm. else, you know, you set up like some sort of mentorship type thing. But they're kind of rare. So that is very interesting. And also, um, the next time we do a Q and A, I would I would suggest this is like my feedback for the whole thing. More important than getting <laughs> like the stream right. Please stop talking about the grabbits, okay? <laughs> like, how many people have even seen a grabbit? It's if this is the first time they're coming in on a stream, they have no idea what a grabbit is. But we're wasting a question that could have been, you know, a good question from Twitch on something like, "Hey, if, can you destroy all the grabbits in the world?" Who cares? <laughs> Like, talk about the stream. Answer a question that someone actually has about the game. Like, we get it. You know, the grab it thing has run its course. Please, for the love of Mike, for the love of Mike Gamble, and you, Mike, stop talking about the grabbits, okay? Rant over. Anything else, JD? For the love of our mics. For the love of all the mics. If not, I think that one thing that we can all do, let's go watch the 20 minutes over and over again, see if we can pick anything out, find more information that we have, you know, see if we are going to be leveling up some rapport with each individual NPC. You know, there's a lot of secrets in there. Mike picked up two books that added to our cortex. They looked like there was a helmet that he could pick up that was going to add to the cortex. So, you know, what was that white helmet doing? You know, what story does it have? So I'm excited to see all this stuff. And for, you know, all these javelins being handmade, there sure was a big old pile of javelins over there being sold. So, like, hats off to all those freelancers that never made it back after they went past the wall. You know, moment of silence (laughs) for them. But I guess you got to make a living. So you got to, someone's got to go out there and recover those javelins. And that sounds like a pretty good job. They got nothing else to do, right? So you got to make parts. So until, do. but before we go, I just wanted to point out something I forgot to do at the top of the show. Um, there's 85 days till launch. So the holidays are coming up. That means the Bioware staff is probably going to be taking a long break. Hopefully they can rest and recover. I hope they have a lot of time because they've been putting in a lot of hard work on these things. I know, uh, Jay Wanamani, you, that dude just works all the time and probably needs a yeah, little bit does. of a break. He's like lead at, writer. He's like at the <laughs> office the all writer. the time every time he tweets something. So I'm guessing if they're going to be taking a break, I'm guessing the game goes gold in the middle of December. Because I think that would I mean that'd be worth time to take a break. Um and then we only have a month until the game until the demo is out because we only have 64 days until the demo, only 78 days until you can play the game if you have Origin Access Premier or EA Access on Xbox and PC. So we are getting down to the wire. Nine days until our first look at Alpha, if you get accepted to it. I'm sure you'll be if able to you find get in. any of us get accepted. I'm sure if you'll be you able to in. find tons of stuff Not online. Not that we can say anything anyway. No, but, you know, the internet is what the internet is, and the inter- <laughs> internet will provide everything that we need. So until next time, guys, there's a Shaper Storm on the horizon. And you know what? Shaper Storms might affect Fort Tarsus. That was another question that we had. Even though we were looking for sh- questions about the fort, you know, we got a question about the Shaper Storms. But, you know. Do you think they'll affect Grabbits? I hate you so much right now. I'm going to play this. And until next time, there's a Shaper Storm on the horizon. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex. On Facebook at Freelancer Codex or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. JD, your hair disappears when you do that. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. 
Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at MLamson25, at Neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work.